Welcome to There is a Method to the Madness. My name is Rob Maxwell and I'm an exercise physiologist and personal trainer. I'm the owner of Maxwell's Fitness Programs and I've been in business since 1994. Today's podcast is a little unique, thankfully unique, because we are uh, hunkering down, so to say, for a hurricane that looks like it's coming in on the west coast of Florida. And I'm located here on the East Coast, but we're still going to get quite a storm from what I hear. So I've got some thoughts on the podcast today that we can uh, talk about, maybe, uh, you know, plant some wisdom for you out there. Before I get into that, I would like to thank our sponsors, Jonathan and Lynn Gilden at the Gilden Group at Realty Pros. They really are grinders. They're working hard. And my bet is, even on this day before a hurricane, they're still doing their job because that's the kind of people they are. They can be reached at 386-451-2412 or at thegildengroup.com. Their information will be in the show notes if you'd like to try to locate them. So, old hurricane rolling in. We've been through this many, many times in Florida. This one, though, looks like it's coming in on the opposite side of the coast, which uh, it's a little bit different and they tend to be a little scarier so to say the other ones get pushed more out to sea so as I said in our area we're all hunkering down but I've had some thoughts as this hurricanes been approaching and uh, you know I noticed some things and I want to talk about number one routine and number two what we can control and what we can't control you know Human nature is pretty interesting when you think about it. I was out the other morning and we've known this thing was coming for a few days now. And uh, we knew we were at least going to get a lot of rain no matter what, even a few days ago. And, you know, everybody's out at the stores, of course, already. They're a few days out. My daughter works at Publix and she said it's been a madhouse for the past few days. So everybody's out getting their last minute supplies and stuff, which is sort of understandable, but at the same time, we've been through this before, and yes, there are some essentials we need, but do we always need to hoard? Like, do we always need more of what we think we need that we really don't need, and maybe we're not spending enough time doing what preparation we should be doing. And I couldn't help but notice so many of the houses in my neighborhood as I went out and did my running early in the morning or walking literally still had their sprinklers going. And this was just a day ago or so. Now, I know it's just as simple, you know, they forgot to turn off their automatic sprinklers. I'm not really judging them. But how ironic it is that somebody forgets to do something like turn off their sprinklers when we're supposed to get record-setting rain no matter what happens. Yet, they forget that, but they're probably out at Publix or Target or Winn-Dixie or Walmart, wherever they, you, like to shop, and they're getting stuff for the next three or four weeks, when in reality, in a few days, every one of these grocery stores, more than likely, are going to be open. So, I never quite understood that mentality, that whole hoard mentality. I definitely am not really, I don't do that. Um, I like to fill up my water bottles and have those ready, but I don't get like 
enough groceries for the next month because you know after every hurricane I've been through here I mean within two days I can remember the last time the local Wawa was open and yes I was one of the first people to go there and get a nice hot coffee and get out of the house for sure and it's like a nice treat and that we have that but they're gonna be open I mean these stores want your money they want your business as bad as it is for the employees working at these stores when these bad boys are coming you know the management is really starting to count some beans there I mean there's a lot of money going to be spent at all of these grocery stores plus Lowe's over the next few days so they want your business they're going to be open so why are we all getting more than we need and then in a lot of cases then we're not leaving enough for anybody else who maybe shopped a little more astutely and just got what they needed and maybe thought you know I'm gonna pick up another thing of D batteries for my giant flashlight but I can't because the guy in front of me got every one of them because he wants to make sure that he's got enough for six months. I mean, it's just a really weird mentality that we have in hurricane preparation and really all, I guess, disaster preparation we tend to hoard. And I guess I just want to encourage everybody to think critically a little bit. You know, obviously, be safe. If you are living on the coast, it's a good time to evacuate, especially if you live on the west coast of Florida or Whatever coast these storms come in, it's absolutely a good time to evacuate. It's good to prep your house as best as possible. It's good to take care of all of your animals and, in my opinion, the animals that are out there in the area, too. I mean, these poor things aren't going to have a lot of shelter. I mean, maybe we start to think of things outside of ourselves a little bit, but that was my little spiel on that. But what it did get me thinking regarding physical fitness is how many people are just gonna say oh the hell with it a storm's coming in and I'm not gonna do my normal routine and that doesn't make a lot of sense because after you've taken care of what you need to take care of whatever that might be that you've got your house boarded up if you're gonna do that you got your windows taped if you're gonna do that you got your sandbags in front of your garage door if you're gonna do that you've got all of your projectile flying objects brought in that's I think one of the most responsible things we can do so we don't hurt our neighbors either and it always amazes me how many people don't do that but they're out there getting their batteries not thinking of anybody else um, but after we've done what we need to do you know why don't we stick to our normal habits and I think the answer is is whenever we get stressed we go back to our comfort zone and we tend to kind of feel sorry for ourselves and say well this storm's coming in I'm really out of my routine and then it becomes kind of an excuse you know and it just doesn't serve you it doesn't do any good you can only control what you can control and if you try to control mother nature well you've got a lot more power than I do but what we can control is what we do about it and as I already said, if we've already done the responsible thing and done all we need to do 
in regards to protecting ourselves, protecting our neighbors, and protecting our environment, then why aren't we protecting ourselves for the future? Because if you just kind of do what a lot of people do, and board yourself up, and then board yourself in with a ton of Budweiser, Michelob, um, Doritos, you know, whatever, you know, that's not going to do you a lot of good if you're on a healthy journey to begin with. And of course, that's not healthy at all. But I mean, if you're one of those that listens to this podcast, I assume that you're one of those that likes to take care of yourself and likes to do all the things that you can do to help yourself. So why would you just not stick to your routine the best you can? I had a client I was texting with this morning because she was concerned about tomorrow's workout. I said, you know, most likely we're not going to be there. And my final thoughts to her was make sure you do your leg exercises because there's no reason not to do what we need to do. If you're going to be inside a lot, most likely you're not going to have, most likely not going to have power. Isn't that a great time to do some exercise, especially some bodyweight strength training? And is it really the time to just feel sorry for yourself and eat as much junk food as humanly possible and say, well, you're going to get it off at the end of the week or, uh, you know, after the hurricane leaves? And, you know, that's probably true, but why put it on to begin with? I mean, why have to work harder next week when you're already having a stressful end to this week? It just doesn't make sense. And... You know, I'm, I'm one that really values critical thinking. And I think critical thinking is a lost art. Too many times people are told how to think and all that. You know, the media does a pretty good job of that. But, you know, that's their job and they get paid to do that. And it's really not their fault. It's our fault if we don't critically think and think for ourselves. But so often we're doing what we think is the immediate emergency and we're not taking care of future things. I can use an example from recent memory, which is COVID, which is really a bad thing. At the same time, it was shown that people who are of more normal body weight and healthier and fit seem to survive COVID a little bit better than those that didn't. But leading up to all this, how much prevention was really thought about? You know, and even into it was the medical profession really talking a lot about, hey, you know, don't forget about all these other things you should be doing to prevent cardiac disease and all these other things because that's pretty bad too. No, we got caught up in the immediate emergency. And I think one of the better ways to avoid man-made emergencies, in other words, emergencies kind of of our own choosing, is to think a little proactively before these things come upon us. So we think, okay, so this terrible disease, COVID, that came about and really did a lot of damage to the world, it's been found that those who were regular exercisers and of more normal body weight seem to do better with this disease my critical thinking brain tells me we're going to have another one of these eventually, maybe in the near future, maybe in the far future. But these things are very cyclical. You know, when people said these are unprecedented times, that's really not true at all. We've had these kinds of viruses come up about every 20, 30 years. 
and they do a lot of damage. So it's really not unprecedented. So maybe we think, you know what, the next time one of these rolls around, the next time one of these viruses catches fire, I'm going to be a little more able to hopefully handle it and at least get my immune system up to par to be as physically fit as I can because I do have that in my control. We don't have the control of saying what viruses are going to spring up and if we knew how many germs were out there, I think we'd all be terrified. There are millions and millions of germs and there's really not a lot we can do about their growth, but what we can control is how healthy we are, how fit we are, our immune system, and of course, normal standard precautions like wash your hands all the time, don't go anywhere if you don't feel well, if you are around somebody who doesn't feel well, isolate yourself, of course, do all of those things, but that's all we can do, but when I say all we can do, that's quite a bit. So with this hurricane coming, which is another form of a natural disaster, there's diseases, there's mother nature rearing its ugly head when it's pissed off about something, or just random. We can't control that, as I said earlier, but we can control our response. We can remain calm. We can do what we need to do. We could be a support system to people around us who you know, um, maybe are a little bit more afraid than us, maybe a little bit older than us, maybe don't take care of them, you know, they, they don't have somebody to take care of them as well. You know, we can be assistance of them, that's a good way to respond. We can stay physically active because as I reminded somebody just this morning, one of my clients, I said, if you can't move your mind, make sure you move your muscles, which means that if you can't stop worrying, get and do something physical. Get your mind on a physical task. Don't just sit around and ruminate. It doesn't help. And it's not a judgment thing. It just simply doesn't help. It doesn't help yourself. It doesn't help anybody else. Try to move. Try to do things. Try to stay physical because studies have shown that it absolutely helps with our stress levels when we do. If you're trapped in the house a little bit, perhaps come up with some kind of game you can play. You know, a little physical fitness game. I had a friend say that they might come over because uh, they don't feel that their area is as safe as, as maybe we are here. And, I, and they asked if I had certain games. I said, no, but I have other games. And plus, you know, there's physical fitness games everybody can play. You know, I don't want to throw some out there because they might sound a little strange. But I mean, there are things you could do. For those that come to the gym a lot, know that Alan Oz talks about the 360 rule, which basically means every 60 minutes, take a physical break of three minutes, so 360 rule. And maybe like as you're sitting around and you're hearing wind and you're getting scared or whatever's happening, you know, or you're just bored and the power's out because the storm has passed, you know, make sure you get up and at least move for three minutes. So there's things that you can do and I think ultimately my um, message I'm trying to get across today is no matter what just try to control what you can absolutely control and that is your behavior your attitude your response to things that's what you can absolutely control if you try to spread the the worry game you know to other people whether it be on social media or to your friends. I mean, of course, be a realist, but 
if you're one of those, you know, Debbie Doomsday type of people and you're getting people who are more vulnerable afraid, well, you know, that's that's really not cool. So think about maybe not doing that, you know, be a help to somebody. Um, you know, I just uh, left Publix to check on my daughter and everything's okay. But I do notice there's a lot of vulnerable people out there. There's a lot of older people out there that are scared and they're walking by themselves in the raincoats, you know, with their carts. I mean, you know, there's people out there that we can all help and maybe it's a time to, to think about that. So that's the message for today. I have some other things I want to talk about this week, but this seemed pretty pressing, seemed appropriate, and uh, I'm going to go into some overtraining issues this week. Somebody asked me how to get out of a slump, a physical slump. I think that's a very good topic. I'm going to talk about some of the uh, snake oil that's coming on out there, and that's that, of course, old term, which means you're getting sold some snake oil, which is basically a BS product that doesn't do anything. So... I want to thank our second sponsors, Istanbul Turkish Mediterranean Cuisine. They are located in Ormond Beach, Florida on South Young Street. And they can be reached at istanbulflorida.com. And again, their information will be in the show notes. Until next time, be max fit and be max wealth.